All right, let's go. Welcome to Sunday Pour. 2022 is upon us. Uh, we have, um, even in the, the aftermath of losing John Madden, Betty White, Dan Reeves, it's been a rough weekend for a few legends, uh, but we push on, we, we uh, move forward as uh, we enter the real holiday season. We're here, end of the football season, Monday Night Football is playing, and you know it's the end of the football season when you start having these farewell tours for guys. Goodbye games. We had Russell Wilson yesterday in Seattle. Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll yesterday in Seattle. Is it the last time together there? Probably. Last time for both of them there. And tonight we say farewell to Big Ben in Pittsburgh. For all intents and purposes, is the last game at Heinz Field. And um, Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. Maybe, yeah, it's probably Baker Mayfield. Farewell for him. Yeah. And uh, as he – nope, didn't throw another pick. Um, but, yeah, the world, the world is in disarray yet. All right. Co- new COVID is is um, is taking over. People don't know what to do with it. People have no idea how to handle it. Everybody's confused. Schools are like canceling and delaying, and nobody knows what the hell's going on. Everybody's just kind of pushing forward with their lives. We always count on the National Football League uh, to provide us with uh, content. They never do it. Never oh, is that what's going on? I've been. I was off the grid a little bit today. I was moving offices, so I was not on a computer. I was not in front of a screen. So, uh, is that our schools being canceled? Schools shutting down? Some some were off today. Like my kids had a two hour delay today. Um, some schools were closed. Um, some I don't two know. hour delay. What's COVID going to end at eleven? I think it was just to get people. I think it was just to get people a chance to figure out what to do because they didn't have buses. So it's just giving oh. people a chance to get their kids in somehow or whatever. I don't know how that helps people because people got to go to work. So I don't know how that helps people. Um, it seems like it would hurt people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To, to reverse it, two hour, go in two hours earlier. That would help. Yes. People. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I, when I left today, it was weird because I left today for work and there was like nobody on the road. I didn't see anybody on the road for like five minutes, which is great because I just kind of zoomed through like the back roads. Uh, usually I'm, you know, getting behind it, like one slow person fucks you up. Uh, not today. There was nobody, and then even on the radio, which I never listened to local radio, they were talking to some like superintendent or assistant to the superintendent of something, talking about how they just like oh, and this idiot was like oh, and trust me, not one person who works in the in, an, in a board for the school was off last week. I, mean, I don't give a shit. Everybody's working last week. Don't like it's great. You get all summer off, and now you want a week in like December too. Good, you do some work. Don't fucking complain about not not having va- vacation days. Really pat himself on the back there. Yeah, you guys get – the school people, man, like we need them and everything, but uh, the amount of days they get off is a little bit crazy. There's, they, get, they get these uh, – they get like the, the multiple holidays that we don't get off. They have multiple like, – February vacation, yeah. April vacation. Yeah. What's, I don't get an April vacation. And then you're off all summer. Like, you know, Damn, I know an April not, vacation would be awesome. Incredible. Now, I, I, they need to be paid more, but that's another sub, that's another story for another day. I don't want to get into it, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, come on with uh, patting yourself on the back. But, yeah, and then I found out like a few minutes later that the kids had a two-hour delay. And uh, I thought I was just like the only sucker. It was kind of like, have you ever seen Vanilla Sky? No. Oh, really? Yeah, Tom Cruise has a dream like very early on where he, it's just him like driving – through Times Square or some part near, I think it's Times Square, and it's just kind of like you on New Year's Eve, morning. right? 
um, except it was like a dream music, middle of the day. Thought he was alone in the city. Uh, I kind of, I kind of did think this morning that it was kind of empty to and from going to and from work on the roads. Dave? I thought I just assumed that people maybe took the extra, maybe you called in sick because you didn't want to get up, you know, for yeah. the first day of uh, real work on you know first real day of the year. I, yeah. I thought it was because of that. I didn't know. I didn't know the Omicron was that big. Uh, well, you know that your your point might be right too because somebody had asked me last week, um, "You coming back on Tuesday?" Like that's like a normal thing. I never even considered coming back on Tuesday. Just I no. assume come back on the first available Monday. But uh, yeah, so maybe it is like um, I don't know something that people do. Yeah, people people like to milk it for you know everything that it's worth. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can't blame him, I guess, but you know, listen, I did the New Year's Eve thing on Friday, Saturday, New Year's Day. I had to do a whole day thing of that. Sunday <laughs> was my Sunday was my fucking holiday. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was football. It was eating. It was just you know on my couch. That was my uh, recovery heading into heading into work on Monday. That, that seems like that seems like the best day of the last two weeks. Oh, that, it was, that, yeah, it was there's, great. There's something to be said about as much as we love the the holidays and the you know the fish and the, the parties and that kind of stuff, you know, and the booze. Something to be said about just sitting on your couch watching football for uh, twelve hours. I got I got to say this real real quick. Mm-hmm. So I, I mentioned real quick that I moved uh, been moving offices yeah. last week. We kind of got it started, and today was the big move, like actual movers. Yep. That job fucking sucks, man. Being a mover? Movers. Oh, God. That has to be one of the worst. Just moving people's shit around, especially office shit. I mean, moving people's furniture, like couches isn't fun, man, but just moving like fucking big filing cabinets, having to show up at someone's office and take apart their desk. Mm -hmm. Then you got to put it back together. And the, the shit, I mean, just the amount of, especially like near where I work, where there's like no parking or anything, like getting a moving truck. Like these guys almost oh. got towed multiple times. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what a, I mean, tough, tough job. It's, that's, that's a tough one. I give him credit, I did, but I sucks. Just, I've done some moving in my day, packing and moving. Done some. It's not, it's not, it's not easy. It's other people's shit. You don't really care about it, but you have to care about it. Cause if, if you break it, you know, not great. Um, yeah, you got to pretend like you care at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough. And uh, those uh, – how was the crew? Three-man crew? Two. Two – oof. Could have used three, I think. Yeah, two-man crew is tough. It's usually always a three-man crew, I thought. Because you had like – usually well, like the name, the name of the company was two men in a truck. So oh, I kind of well, knew yeah. what I was signing up for. Yeah. There's a three-man crew. It's like you got – the three-man crew that I've, always, that I've seen – and this is multiple times. It's like one older guy kind of still, you know, he's able to move some shit. He's, you know, big, you know, strong enough guy to move some shit. He's not like old and decrepit. But he's, you know, uh, but in two younger guys, and he's kind of like the ring, he's kind of like the ringleader, tells him this, this, and this, and he, he helps out, you know, where he feels necessary. Um, but he's like directing traffic and moving when he can. So two men feels like there's not a third guy to hold the door to like, you know, I was the third direct. guy. For, for oh, so you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're only as good as your third guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I, I've always found, I found with movers and I've, I found this with like delivery men, whenever you're getting like an appliance delivered, yeah. there's always one guy who's the brains of the operation. He's usually a little bit older. Yeah. He's the one who knows how to put, you know, uh, take shit apart, put it back together. Yeah. You know, he could take your door off the hinges if he has to, he could take a railing off if not. Yeah. And there's usually just somebody who's like the weak. I mean, there's only two links, but he's definitely the weak link. <laughs> he's a little bit younger. He uh, doesn't really know the ropes. And that's exactly what we had today, I would say. They were good. They were good. But there was definitely one guy who was doing all of the, uh, you know, the brains. You get the one guy who's, I don't know, I've seen this where it's like the one guy maybe doesn't care as much. Like it's like uh, part-time or summer job or – Oh, it's yeah. not his career. Like that guy, the old guy, you know, has been around the block. You know, he takes it seriously because I mean, it's his job. You, right. It's probably his career. Right, right. And he's in charge of the crew. So he's obviously probably going to pay a little bit more. Maybe, you know, I don't know how much of a difference it is, but he takes, he takes it more seriously as like the, as the brains of the operation. And you get like, you know, the other guy who's maybe stoned or something. Uh, have to, you know, could have been. Yeah, this guy <laughs> may have been stoned. But a job you could do stoned. So. It is as long as you're good with heavy uh, moving around, a little bit of heavy uh, equipment uh, for sure. You could definitely do it still. I mean, I had movers come uh, when I was moving houses, and I mean, these were really—I don't want to say bottom of the barrel, but they were bottom of the barrel movers. Like they don't even like they. This this is a company where you rent the U-Haul, okay, <laughs> and they just show up in a car and they load the U-Haul. You drive it to your. Oh to your new house, God. and they un- <laughs> it was cheap. <laughs> I mean, I, sh- I, I, you know, Two guys I walked by time. their, yeah, I walked by their car at like eight a.m. when they were in my house for a little bit, and it, it was just reeked of pot. <laughs> reeked. Speaking of a job you could do high, yes, you. It's definitely. I'm, I'm, I would assume that. Uh, but I would want. I mean, I don't know. I might want to be high when i'm i definitely want to get high after i'm done lifting heavy shit around all day oh yeah oh yeah well i'll drink at least the very least you're gonna have a drink you need something you need something after after that job you need something you can't go home and have just like a nice tea you're sore man you're sore that's it's uh i'm sore and i didn't even move any like real heavy shit i was just moving around boxes all day and i'm sore Mm -hmm. well we moved here man i did like two truckloads myself like obviously stuff I could carry, but you know that was that's hard work, man. You're busting your it's ass. Box after box after oh, box. Yeah. Yep. Awkward, so, yeah. Uh, awkward shaped things. You know, like one top heavy things are just toppling over. You can't get a good handle on them. Stairs, a lot stairs, of stairs. Fucking mattresses. Oh man, I'm from fucking sore just thinking about it. Yeah, moving is it's it's horrific. Yeah. No matter which way you slice, it's terrible. Yeah. Awful. I don't know why people do it. <laughs> no. Like, how bad is your situation? <laughs> That's what I ask myself. Like, come on. We really need to. Yeah. yeah it's funny because I think when I last before last time I moved before this time, I said that I would next time I moved, I was definitely gonna hire somebody to do all the moving. And then this time I was like, nah, fuck, I'm gonna do it all myself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's like a stubborn thing. I don't know if I'm being cheap. I don't know. I don't know if I don't want people touching my shit. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but uh, I just, I, I think part of me says I could still do it. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, uh, it's, you know, it's, not it's tough. That's my prime. It's tough. It's tough. Well, I mean, we had some heavy shit that there's no way. 
I was doing. There's just no way. Like a uh, hutch, a hutch is a hutch is tough. Yeah, yeah, that is tough. Well, there was some shit I just left behind. I was like, I'm just not taking it. Oh yeah, up. it's a good feeling. Like, how bad do you really need it? Yeah, yeah. You bought the house. You get this too, dickhead. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Oh fucking these people. Uh, at the house I'm in right now, man, they left us some big ass, humongous hutch, ugliest fucking thing in the world, man. <laughs> they didn't even, they didn't even tell us. I was like, no, nah, I don't want this. <laughs> How'd you get rid of it? So get it out. I think we had our movers take it. Oh, just <laughs> while you're here. Yeah, while you're here, I think they maybe they put it in the garage and then we probably gave it away to someone. Facebook Marketplace, whatever. You ever try that? No. I did not do something like along those lines before. And I, I tried it once. It wasn't Facebook, but uh, no, I wasn't it's, doing it. Dealing with, I mean, you really see people's character when, you, when you're doing that. Yeah. Like, my wife does it, so I don't have the patience, but I hear what's going on. Oh, yeah. And it's like people don't respond, and then, oh, I'll, I'll be there in a half hour, and then it's, you know, four and a half hours later. <laughs> Like I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I, and she's like, you can't talk. Like, you, you, there's no, I don't know. If you're showing up at a random person's house for like a yeah. fucking, I don't even know what. I can't even picture right now, but some sort of bookcase or something. Like, there's yeah. probably something wrong to begin with. Uh, but no, just dealing with someone on that level is just impossible. It's like dealing with a child, dealing with strangers for like. Yeah, for that kind of shit is. I I know somebody who uh, sold like some children's stuffed animals on one of those sites, and they met like th- there's a uh, police station near her house, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'd meet there because you know, I feel like it's a safe place to meet somebody." And if they say no, I'm not meeting there. I'm like, all right, but I'm like, who the fuck is buying stuffed animals off the internet? Like used used stuffed animals. I wouldn't want to go do. I wouldn't want to go do that in a police. Yeah, look, yeah, it's like this brown paper bag full of animals, like looking around. Yeah, and you're you're exchanging cash on like the side of a. <laughs> apparently, it's like, like appa- apparently it's like legit. Apparently, that's what they want you to do. So you're uh, so you're safe, like when you do those kind of exchanges. But yeah, it does look shady as hell. I don't know if you go in and like announce your presence, like I'm here, I'm doing an exchange. Maybe I don't know. I've never heard of that. Is that that's a that's a big thing? This is a, uh, I don't know if it's a big thing. It's one person told me. <laughs> uh, okay, but you would think like if you're you're buying something, if you wanted something that bad that someone's selling on the internet, yeah, right, you would like bend over backwards, be like, hey, what time is good for you? Hey, I can be there right at two o'clock or yeah, none of that from people. None of no. that from people. No. They live in their own own universe. Yeah. I'll be yeah yeah I'll be there. <laughs> Yes. I try I'll be there at midnight, you know, three days from now. <laughs> Better be up. I tried to sell, um, somebody said like use some app for, to sell like in your neighborhood. I forget what it was called. And I downloaded the app and I put my son's like car bed, like, you know, race car bed. When you have yeah. put, put that on there. And I forget what I put, like 80 bucks or something like that. I figured it was a reasonable, it was used bed, like, you know, some stickers on it. It's still fine. You throw a mattress on it, you're good. No mattress. And I just, uh, I just assumed like somebody, yeah, 80 bucks. So somebody 
hit me up and was, you know, asked me a couple of questions. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, fucking everything you need to know is right there. And then they're like, yeah. all right, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. I'm like, no, I didn't get down here to negotiate with anybody. And I just, I cut off all contact and I threw the thing away. <laughs> so I was like, I'm, uh, I was like, people like bartering, huh? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'd rather eat it than fucking, than sit there and negotiate with morons over the internet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't, I can't argue that. Oh. Cannot yep. argue that. Yep. 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 So, yeah, man. I Speak, was uh, speaking of more, speaking of morons. Oh, good. I watched that movie. Um, <laughs> Just look up. Oh yeah. Okay. Spoilers coming. I assume. Oh yes. How long has it been out? A week. Nah. I watched it. It was new. It was my first movie of uh, of the year. Oh, whatever. New Year's Day morning. If you if you watched it, great. If not, I mean, uh, grow up. It's a spoiler. Just listen, and uh, you can still watch and enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, are there people out there that are really like, uh, no spoilers about Just Look Up? <laughs> is, it, is it that is it that big of a movie? I don't know. Don't look up. What's well, DiCaprio? So pretty big. All right. I didn't even really. I mean, I saw him making the rounds. I don't know. It's some shit. And that's how I found out about it. Then you mentioned it. And I was like, yeah, I'll take a look. They, I think they still, I mean, I'm pretty sure we've pitched this idea on Sunday poor for a movie. <laughs> Do we? Oh man. Yeah. I about like how archives. people wouldn't be able, but how people would be divided if a meteor was heading for the earth. Maybe it wasn't a movie idea. We just said it as like a fact. Oh, we might've like during the Armageddon show, we might've, yeah. Might have brought it up for sure. Oh, Armageddon show. I thought we did it like at the beginning of COVID. It's possible too. Shit. We're missing out. We're, we're, we're missing out on our, uh, this, this, we should just call this like the great movie idea pitch show. Yes. And that one was definitely stolen from us. Did you like the movie? Yeah, it was fine. I liked it. It wasn't like a great movie, but I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Meryl Streep was very good. Yeah, everybody was pretty good. Yeah, I had no problem with anybody in that movie. It was. Yeah. I, got, I don't think it was. Um, it was something groundbreaking. It was. Unfortunately, a little depressing because it's pretty pretty accurate. And also, like <laughs> some of the, like some of the shit is a little bit too like on the nose, like a little bit too nitpicked. Like they're at a rally, saying "Don't look up," and then like they see the meteor, and it's like, all right, that's you know. There's, there's got to be a little bit of give before that actually happens. Like that's not that's not how it would happen. Oh, they eventually look up and they're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly how it would happen. And they're like, "Oh, they they just, they just turn on the people." Like, "Oh, they lied to us." Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that probably wouldn't happen. The stuff with like the relying on these quote unquote genius billionaires, like mining it for more, you know, for cash, like that that kind of shit. <laughs> Way too believable. Yeah. Uh, that would definitely happen. Oh, yeah. No, we're fucked. We're fucked because of greed heads and uh, whores like that. But what are you going to do? Let's Fucking hope. Be- Bezos. Yeah. Let's just hope it doesn't happen for another 200 years or so. I mean, 100 years. 50, 50 years? I mean, we're, we're fine in the 50. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. How come we have have we? I, I feel like once in a while you'll hear a story about like, hey, a meteor is going to hit in like 200 years or something. 
And like, oh, like an actual, they have like a bead on a meteor that's yeah on online. Uh, it's kind of mentioned in passing. I kind of thought it was just a matter of uh, just odds. Like it's happened before. It's going to happen again. Like why would it not happen again? And there's nothing we can really do to stop it. I don't know. I think there's, I think there's uh, ideas in place. I don't know how, I don't know like what the, like how soon in advance they need to know. Like, I don't know how what much you, time What would have. you do? If like, let's say like in the movie, it's six months, right? They find out. Yeah. Yeah. Would you just stop going to work? I think stop paying some, your taxes. Oh yeah. At some point. I'm, uh, yeah. Definitely stop paying my taxes. At some point I'm not going to work. <laughs> stop paying um, all your bills. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Would you want to do like empty it all and fly someplace you like fly someplace nice? You want to die somewhere nice, or just want to spend the last few months someplace like nice, drunk? Oh yeah, you got to be drunk. Uh, like the guy in the control station yelled, "I'm what do you yell? Uh, I'm grabbing an eight ball." <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most realistic part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true it's probably true oh um, yeah you really have to plan that out i hope i i mean it'd be nice to have six months to plan it out i uh, but i think also you probably six months party is gonna be like no like it's gonna it's you know they, they said 100 percent chance is gonna hit and i guess that's really i don't know if that's 100 percent chance of it being an you know an apocalyptic event yeah, that's true. Because they would try and sell you on the fact that it wasn't gonna. Yeah, happen. so you you wouldn't know exactly how true. It, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Like saying a hundred percent is really. I don't know. That seems that seems unrealistic. It seems like it would be less than a hundred percent. Even though it was like ninety nine point seven or whatever, it seems like it would be. I don't know. It, it seems there's got to be some margin for error. Right, 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 right. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't, know, see, I don't know. I'd work for six months, and then I'd feel like if you waited four months to like not stop going to work, the only person going to work for four months, and then like like shit, like all right, and that's really definitely gonna hit now. I just wasted the four months at the You'd office. You'd be really mad. You'd be really mad. Yeah, you would not be happy. You had only two months now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd see. I don't, I, that's that's like the one thing I can't wrap my head around. The hundred percent, I can't wrap my head around that. I wonder how. I would probably, I would probably take more like risks, stuff oh. that I wouldn't normally do, like skydiving. Oh, all right. Because if you die skydiving now, it's like all right. I only had another five months, anyways. But what if you die in like the next morning? The headline reads that the thing that off course was going to miss the world by like 200 miles. Then you're, you're dead. So you're not even around to maybe you could be a ghost. I don't know. I don't know what happens when you die. So that's, that's a good backup. That's a good backup plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Skydiving. All right. I thought you were going to say, uh, cause you had mentioned before, like when you get older, mm-hmm. closer to death, like, you know, maybe you're a little ill, you're on your way out. 
you might want to try crack. Oh, oh yeah, crack would definitely be on the table if a meteor's coming. <laughs> I may, I may want to be at like full blast, like when it's hitting. Yeah. Yes. You'd be like DiCaprio in, on the on that boat in uh, in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, where he's like yelling at Jonah Hill, "I will not die sober." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't be doing what they did in the movie, sitting around the table, having a nice meal. Like, that's not – I don't think I'm going to go out like that. Well, you'd be drinking and maybe get some pizza. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I'd have to be – like, they were They were a little too – I mean, they were a little loose maybe. Maybe they had a couple glasses of wine, but I'd have to yeah. be a lot looser than they yeah. were. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be, like, watching TV. You're not watching, like, reruns of uh, Happy no. Days or something. No. And I think actually the one thing where I don't want to poke holes in the movie because it's fucking it's satire, but yeah, yeah. like towards the very end when everyone knows it's definitely happening and like yeah. all hell breaks loose in the streets. Yeah. That would have happened way earlier. <laughs> That's probably true. In real yeah. life. Yeah. Like if you if a story broke today, uh, you know, in six months a meteor's definitely hitting the earth, I feel like lock your doors. All the hot spots. All the spots you see on TV, and then and then some, and sure. residential areas. You're we're all fucked. We would all be fucked. Purge time. Yes, it would definitely be. It would definitely be a purge. Twenty four. Yeah, you need to purge. arm yourself. Arm yourself to the teeth. Yes. Yeah, we would all we'd all be in some trouble. Uh, uh, that'd be that'd be the thing to do is kind of barricade your house for the six months. That's what you spend all your money on. Just barricade your house to save it from maniacs. But all but ultimately just be blown up in the destruction that was about to come or yeah or if you or if you survived at least like whatever crazy ass survivors are out there with no homes if your home somehow survives and you somehow survive at least you got a little bit of a fortress so true that's what you got to do you that's what you need to do all right if, if it's if the meteor is coming you have to prepare for the possible aftermath when everything is like burned to a crisp you got to like, that's when you got to hoard a little bit, get some shit for the bomb, the, the bomb seller you have or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, some canned goods. I mean, there's not going to be any, you think, you think the shipping's a problem now, wait till the meteor hits. Oh, yeah, you're not getting anything. Yeah, you're not getting shit. So, uh, yeah, you got to prepare for the possibility of survival. Um, and then uh, just kind of wait it out. Yeah. I think we did pretty good there. I don't think we really gave away any spoilers. I mean, if you've seen the trailer, all we did really was describe the trailer. Yeah, I don't think we gave too much away. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, pretty self-explanatory what the movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty obvious that Meryl Streep is president, who's like in denial, and Jonah, like, you don't know all Jonah Hill's character from the trailer but jonah hill is kind of the lap puppy it's her son um, yeah yep (laughs) did you see there's two post-credit scenes did you see those ah i don't think i stuck in there long enough oh there's one like right after like before i think the full credits and there's one of the very end of the credits yeah you got to fast forward man now everybody does Everybody does. It's, it's not the. It's not the one where it's not one of the scenes. Isn't where they show Jonah Hill by himself. Yeah, that's at the very end. Yeah. Oh, so that's one of them. 
Yeah, that's after the credits. Yeah. Oh, maybe I did stick. I don't. And then there's one. And there's one with the pods. That one I didn't. I don't think. You know how they like all left, like the rich people all left on the pod, like on their pods. Yeah. Yeah, they show the pod like landing eventually. Oh, I did. I definitely didn't see that. All right. Maybe I'll go back. It doesn't really add or take away from the movie. No, I was sorry. It was a. It was a good. It was a good movie. Good solid, solid watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. Do you think it was like? Because I think some people complained about it being like too preachy or, like, that's what satire is, though. I, I feel like if you're gonna watch any kind of movie like that, you just kind of buckle up for whatever message that is being sent. <sighs> was it too preachy? I don't. Uh... I mean, like you did say, like at times it was a little on the nose. I guess that's, I guess that was the case. But I don't know if you had that much of a problem with the movie, then you might be part of the problem. <laughs> that's true. All right, I like the idea. people. I, I don't know the people. The people who I don't know the people who are being poked fun of in that movie probably aren't even watching that movie. True. True. And the ones that are the ones that are watching it probably don't even understand it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I guess know. it is pretty on the nose. It is pretty on the nose. Like it's pretty obvious. Like who the what the satire and who the satire is about. Yeah. Um, it's a metaphor for a few different issues. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think they would know. They would probably be insulted by it. And I see. I don't know. Like satire. It's so weird, like this day and age with satire, because because of the division and like how everybody's just fucking digs their heels in on the sides. I'm I'm sure that when uh, Doctor Strangelove came out, there was some sort of pushback on it from the people who were being satirized. Mm -hmm. But we just don't think about it because it's like forty or wow, what is it now? Sixty years later, seventy years later. I don't I don't know when that movie came out. 57, I want to say, ballpark. Yeah, so a long time ago, 60-something. Yeah, it's a while. Um, so, like, I'm sure that there was some pushback, but we don't think about it now um, because we just think about the movie as the movie. We don't think about who is being satirized because they're all dead. And um, Yeah, I guess that this was that was kind of the model for this movie, right? Doctor Strange Love? Yeah, I think that was, I mean, it's like, it's not just, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but uh, it's not just that but i mean it's it's uh oh boy dr strange love meets armageddon yeah for sure yeah my wife kept expecting like bruce willis to go save the day i was like it's not what this oh. is oh well that's what um what's his face ron, uh what's his face ron perlman that was his role the hero ron perlman yeah, yeah. i should have gave him another crack at it yeah <laughs> At least give him some uh, heavier artillery to shoot at the, the meteor. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, from a different era. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. It was, it was it was a fine movie. I just yeah, it's just it's just funny looking at satire through the lens of twenty twenty one, where everybody's fucking got an opinion, and everybody's fucking got a reason to be uh, insulted or uh, hurt. Or sad or whatever. I don't know. But yeah. It's, um, yeah, good flick. Uh, 
Did you do any honeymooners or Twilight Zone on New Year's Eve or day? Uh, I didn't do – well, all right. So with the honeymooners, I was doing a little digging. Uh, first of all, I still don't get the marathon, the Channel 11 marathon because I'm in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, but secondly, so the new channel we were talking about uh, on Comcast called Decades. Yes. They yep. do a honeymooner episode every night at 1 a.m. Or right. at least they have been. Yeah. Uh, so I taped a couple of them, and I watched one. It was a New Year's Eve one. Okay. Nice. Where he's, you know, he tries to get out of work. First, he doesn't want to go out for New Year's, and then he gets invited to some like fancy smanchy thing. So he wants to look like a big shot. So he has to lie to his employer, say he's sick. You know, blows up in his face. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, so you say, I remember you saying there's only one season of Honeymooners, and it was from like '55 to '56. I thought that's what it was. Yeah, thirty something episodes. So it's very strange. The Jackie Gleason show yep. was a variety show. Yep. In like the fifties, I think it took place for most of the fifties. And the Honeymooners used to be a sketch. Ah, okay. So what this channel does, decades, is they show lost episodes, which are actually sketches i think from the jackie gleason show like some are 15 minutes some are like full tv shows it's weird like a why i don't you don't picture a sketch being that long yeah but i went back and all the all the uh episodes that this channel shows are uh from the actual it's called it's from the jackie gleason show it's not part of the season of the honeymooners oh wow okay did a little dig very cool yeah. So Jackie it's called Gleason, Lost Episodes. Jackie Gleason, the Jackie Gleason show, it was a variety show. Like he was the host and he would have a guest on and stuff like that. Is that right? I don't know. I think it was kind of like an SNL, like where there was skits. I don't, I don't, I've never seen the Jackie Gleason show. I don't know. Uh, I wonder if. But that's where that. the Honeymooners skit originated. I think that was like, I mean, in my mind, when I think of sketch type shows from that era. Like even like into the Dean Martin uh, shows and stuff like that, I feel like there would be like a special guest. They come out, they maybe have a little "Hello, how are you?" They would do maybe like a if it was a, a singer, he would sing a song. If it was an actor, they'd do like a, a skit or some or something like that, um, poking fun at like the poking fun at the person. Um, yeah, I'm reading right now. It opened with a monologue from Gleason, so it was. Oh man, those are probably golden. Yeah, They're probably not as funny as worth. I think they are in my head. They never are because it's like, wow, this is really dated. It's not nearly as funny. But people yeah. ate, ate it up back then. Like if you ever watch like Johnny Carson, uh, it's you know it's funny, but like the opening monologues are not what you would expect, just because it's a lot of like uh, a lot of um, like current event type shit. So for him is making fuck oh and Spiro Agnew was in the news today like ah uh, all right like, I guess yeah. you know the Spiro Agnew joke but you know it doesn't really doesn't really hit the same way now that uh uh that did then but um <laughs> even, right. even even still like it's just funny to to see how they did it and see their mannerisms and like I'm sure Jackie Leeson's like smoking a cigarette up there of course uh, maybe a drink in his hand is it is this mustachio Jackie Gleason? I don't know what era the mustachio I know Jackie Gleason had a, had a mustache in the Cannonball Run. Yeah, that mm. the 60s. 
into the seventies, I guess, because Cannibal Run was the seventies when he was the cop. Yeah, um, he had a mustache then. I don't know if he lived a mustache prior when in his younger days at all. I'm not sure. I don't know. He doesn't have one in uh, the Hustler, right? He does not. No, Fats. Right. Minnesota Fats does not have. Let's right. See. I got to see what Jackie Gleason drank. So what happened was with the variety show is the honeymooners sketch caught on. So, or I don't know if it caught on or what, but he suspended the variety format for a year and he Mm -hmm. just did the honeymooners. Wow. So that's what the honeymooners is. It's like a year off from the the variety show. And then they went back to the variety show, I guess. I don't know. Which I had never, I had never known. All right, I'm just looking at um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I was trying to find out what Jackie Gleason drank, and I found this little anecdote. Uh, so when he was broke, I don't know what what yep. it was. When he was dead broke, he would borrow hundred dollars from Touch Shore, and Touch Shore owned like a restaurant club in the city, and it was yep. a good place for Sinatra and those guys. Uh, he would borrow $100 from Touch Shore just so he could rent the limousine to drive himself and Frank Sinatra to a nightclub a block away where he would borrow another 100 to bribe the band leader into playing the same song over and over again just to drive the audience crazy. Money well spent. <laughs> it seems like it might even have. At one time, he was into me for over $10,000, Touch recalled. I got to hand it to him, though. When he got into the big money, he came by and handed me the cash saying, here's what I'm sure I owe you. <laughs> a little interest, probably. I'm sure a little juice, yep. <laughs> oh, what the hell? All right, got to find it here. This, uh, this it says here of, that he was fond of whiskey. Yeah, I got, I got that impression, too. Well, like That's what most, I mean, you would think men drank back then. Yeah. Some sort of brown liquor. Yep. He was a big boozer, Gleason, right? Uh, yeah, he was um, pretty sure he was like a founding member of the Rat Pack. It's like him and Bogart oh. were all parts of it before it became like the Rat Pack. Uh, so Frank took over. There you go, little Jackie Gleason. Um, but yeah, I did watch... Uh, you know what marathon I watched more than Twilight Zone was the Family Guy marathon. Yeah, I, I was really into it. Yeah, I did catch some of those too. That was a great call about you. I had seen it advertised, but then when you told me, uh, I was like, "Oh shit, I got to take advantage of that." And there was, I mean, the earlier seasons. You forget how much we love some of those episodes, man. They were pretty funny. And yeah, as recently as like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, those were pretty good too. Yeah, and I watched. Yeah, so I I caught a lot of the old ones, the classics, the ones that are you know. 10, 15 years old. And I even watched a bunch of new ones just because I haven't really watched. Mm-hmm. I catch new ones sometimes. They're on demand or I'll just happen to catch it on. Uh, but no, nah, the new ones, I don't really, I, I don't catch many of them. But so watching those were like, I was, you know, if it was like five, six, seven years old, it was like watching it for the first time because I was watching it for the first time. Like <laughs> I hadn't seen it before. Um, yeah. Pretty, uh, I mean, Mayor, I'm a sucker for marathon. What can I say, you know? So I got a, I'm sorry to kind of 
double back on this. Yep. And ignore Family Guy, but I have a uh, Jackie Gleason, Sinatra, Tutshore. We're at the Bobby Thompson game. Oh wow! Who was um, there? Gleason, Tutshore, and who? And Sinatra. Sinatra? Yep. And uh, it looks like J. Edgar Hoover was there also. Um, so Jack Hughes camped out at Tutshore. And uh, one evening, Frank showed up during Jackie's morning eye opener with four tickets to a sold out playoff game between the Giants and Dodgers. Jagger Hoover, the head of the FBI, was there with Toots, and Frank invited the trio to accompany him to the game. Everyone agreed except Jackie, who wanted to stay at the bar and drink. Nice. Man of my, man of my own taste. Uh, the finally talked I mean, it was him a pl- play in game, wasn't a playoff game, really. Right, yeah. Finally ta- they finally talked him into it by renting a fully stocked limo. Uh, so Sinatra recalls, we pile into the limousine already feeling no pain, especially Gleason. Jackie guzzled booze all the way to the polo grounds and ate most of the food. When we get there, Jackie, <laughs> Jackie switches to hot dogs and beer. Comes the last half of the ninth, and the fans Sober are going around. The Giants are behind 4-2, and Bobby Thompson comes to bat. Right at the exact moment with the crowd screaming, Gleason throws up right on me. Here's one of the all-time uh, classic games that people will talk about, and I am right in the stadium, and I don't see Bobby Thompson hit that home run. Only Gleason, a Brooklyn fan, will get sick at that time like that. But that's not the punchline. Oh, I didn't see his bar. On the drive back to Toots, Gleason keeps muttering to the chauffeur to pull over uh, to the side of the road saying, let's throw this bum Sinatra out of here. He's smelling up the limo. <laughs> 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 He's wearing his puke. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> So he threw up on Frank Sinatra right before Bobby Thompson went deep. Apparently, yeah. Wow. It's a Frank story. I think he was kind of known to, you know. Embellish. Embellish. He's so. an entertainer. Yeah. So who knows how true it is. It, it very well might have been at some dive bar I listened to on the radio or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's had partial credit. This is from uh, drunkard.com. Yeah. Um, there's some good. I used to be on this website a lot. Forgot, forgot all about this website. Um, I don't know how often it's updated anymore, but it's uh, yeah. This is a this this is a fun website because they had this um, it's called the Clash of the Titist, I think, and it's like this fictional storytelling of uh all-time drunks for it's like a it's like a march madness for drunks mm-hmm. so they have like jackie gleason versus i don't know wc fields like some i don't know what the actual thing is and they'll they'll like it's a story it's like a story about how the battle would go down and basically what the contest is and one of these has been has been held in las vegas um where you pick a drink so it's me versus you I don't know how you choose, but you pick a drink. And I don't think there's a time limit, but you have to finish it within 10 seconds of the other person finishing theirs. Uh, So you could say Bud Light, but you could also say Mind Eraser, or you can say Absinthe, or you can say, you know, gin, room temperature uh, with like a, it could be gross, like a splash of pickle juice or something like that. And as long as you finish it, um, we both finish it within 10 seconds, we go on to the next round. 
So you say Bud Light the first round. I say Bud Light the second round. We both finish it, whatever. Then it goes back to you. You get whiskey shot. I say Bud Light again, whatever it is. But, okay. Um, and it's pretty entertaining, the stories like that are that – are, they did it twice. Yeah, Clash – I'm just looking at it right now. Clash of the Titest Redux. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of this. I've heard, and they just go back and forth until somebody passes out or pukes. Is, it, is that exactly, how it ends? Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, like, here we have uh, Jim Morrison versus Carson McCullers, Mark Twain versus Oliver Reed, Dr. Hunter Thompson versus Doc Holliday, Andre the Giant versus Alexander the Great. Andre the Giant's not losing to anybody. Blackbeard the Pirate versus Truman Capote. What would be your strategy in that, in that game? I guess it would depend on the opponent a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's real. I don't think I. I just think we have a good time. <laughs> Strategy, we just have a good time. I think there's video of the one from Vegas. Just regular Joe's doing it, and some behemoth of a guy that won. In like the twenty eighth round, probably. I have no idea. And what is it? And what is it exactly? You have to finish it within ten seconds of each other. Um, I, th- I think I was something like that. Um, so if you pound yours and some guy can't get there within ten seconds, you win. Yeah, a drinker must finish his. Yeah, I just got the rules. A drinker must finish his drink within ten seconds of his opponent finishing his, or face elimination. That is a wrinkle. <laughs> that is a little wrinkle in there. Um. I think I would just stick with stuff that I'm used to drinking and hope that they're not used to it. Yeah, we know somebody's going to order like a cement mixer. I don't figure what's in that, but it's like lemon juice and Kahlua or something, right? Mm. Something disgusting like that. Uh, yeah, there's somebody who out there with a really like, a really, I don't know how to put it, but. Secret weapon. <laughs> that they can yeah, put down. Just a yeah. ca- cast iron stomach. Yeah. That just can take on anything and everything, and then you're in trouble. That's the guy that wins. <laughs> Contenders cannot order a drink larger than a quadruple of straight liquor or a pitcher of a non-liquor. This rule can be waived if both contenders consent. Wait, you could order a pitcher of a non-liquor? Oh, so you could order a pitcher of beer. Yeah, yeah. That's, ri- <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was a fake game for, like, you know, for storytelling time. Yeah. Oh, con- yeah, and contenders cannot make unwarranted physical contact with their opponent or disqualified. So, I know they – some. I think that's Andre the Giant got disqualified. Oh, did? I think so. That's bullshit. Andre wouldn't do that. <laughs> Andre's all, Andre was in it for the sport. <laughs> I forget. I forget why. I forget who – I forget. I think that's what happened, but I don't know. But you did this did this act this actually did happen before, right? They did it. I think I think it was after the first round of these stories came out, they did it for real. The fictional ones, right? And then they did a real one. I think so, yeah. But nobody famous was in it. No, no. (laughs) No. I can only imagine the people that were in it. (laughs) I can only imagine. All right. Here you go. I'll give you – this is Doc Holliday versus Hunter Thompson. Uh, Lawrence Olivier and Howard Cosell calling, calling the shots. 
Uh, Hunter round one. Hunter orders double Chivas regals over crushed ice. That was a legit. Uh, Hunter drink round two. Doc Holiday orders four fingers of old Overholt. Oh, it's a nice rye. Neat. Uh, Hunter. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I've had that. <laughs> Oldest rye bottle ever. I think you can get it for like ten dollars. Places. It's a little. It's a little rough. Uh, round three, Hunter orders 32-ounce frozen strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. That's a good one. Round four, Holiday orders double red eyes neat. Red eyes. Red eye was a generic term for the sort of frontier whiskey you'd find in less reputable establishments. Oh, okay. Okay, like a well whiskey maybe? Well whiskey from the frontier days. Uh um round five they went to round five thompson orders double wild turkey on the rocks classic round six holiday orders quadruple tarantula juices oh man holiday has a lot in his arm <laughs> he's comes from a different time <laughs> another he's high running proof. he's running philly specials and shit <laughs> another high proof brain mangler manufactured in the filthy back rooms of frontier saloons that's Howard Cosell with the call. Uh, round seven, <laughs> Tom's orders bottles of Heineken. <laughs> All right, needed a little bit of a palate cleanser. Uh, Holiday orders triple 40 rods neat. Uh, this kind of whiskey was p- particular to Texas. It's called 40 rods because it's so powerful it could kill you at 40 rods, which is about 220 yards. Okay. Uh, round nine. Doc Holiday really dating himself. Doc. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize that it went on to this this long. Otherwise, I would have never started it. But Thompson orders double, very very old Fitzgerald bourbons neat. Twelve years old and a hundred proof. I like. I like this. This is a lot of stuff I would drink. It's nothing. I haven't heard anything too, too wild yet. Holiday orders quadruple Tau's Lightning's Neat. Uh, this is another whip crack, whip crack whiskey from the Old West uh, and comes in at around 130 proof. Doc Holiday just sounds like he's just having an afternoon. <laughs> so he's just ordering brown after brown, like what he would normally be doing, anyways. Yeah. Uh, it kind of sounds like what both guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. These guys might end up being friends. Uh, yeah. Tom- Thompson orders brutal 10,000 pound shit hammers. Uh, <laughs> all right. So it's an actual cocktail. The main gears seem to be vodka, red wine, and some unknown dark powder. Oh, and that's the first one that got a little crazy. Just throwing <laughs> a haymaker there. I got to look up what it, what it actually is when I'm, this is all said and done. Uh, all right. Tough because you want you want to throw something crazy at somebody, but then you got to drink it too. Yeah, yep. Taste your own medicine. Uh, Doc orders Doc Holiday's patent painkillers. Um, pure grain spirit, (laughs) some herbs, and something from a dark brown bottle. I guess lauded (laughs) them, which I think is a (laughs) painkiller. All right. 
and then it looks like things get haywire, yada yada yada. Thompson wins by disqualification. So I don't well, know. How did he get? How did Doc get DQ'd? Uh, let's see. Start waving his gun around or something. He got a uh, syphilis. Oh, so Richard Nixon shows up. Oh, to say hi to Doc Holliday. Thompson doesn't like that. Uh, blah blah blah. What did Doc? Was it syphilis or tuberculosis? I'm not sure. It was something. It was something that you don't really hear about too much anymore. Oh, so uh, Thompson was jawing. Uh, Tuberculosis, Doc, yeah. Doc Holliday and Doc Holliday and Nixon were uh, backslapping. Thompson was jawing, you know, loose gums and stuff, talking yeah. some shit. And uh, Doc Holliday pulled the knife on him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah, like you said, he's from a different time. You know, just showing his uh, showing his age a little bit. He is. He's from a different time. You know what yeah. I mean? The guy's ordering fucking painkillers and uh, yeah, what are the rods? What were they called? Forty rods. Yeah, forty rods. Guy like that's gonna pull a knife. And these brutal ten thousand pound shit hammers. I, I can't, I don't know where, it looks like they might might have been in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but I don't recall that at all. Uh, huh. I was definitely not in the movie. Oh, no, okay. Singapore Sling is all I can remember. <laughs> right, and then the drugs kick in and we forget everything else. Yeah, it's it. I don't know, It's it went to an article about Fear and Loathing, but... It's not here. Um, apparently, it's not a real. It's not a real drink, even though they said it was. So yeah, it is a fun. It is a fun game, and it is very entertaining on paper. Um, if you ever want to go to drunkard.com, check out these uh, these little battles. Yeah, I'd pay to, to watch two people that aren't yeah. me play it. Yeah, I agree. They say, they, why not? I don't. I don't understand what. It shouldn't be a problem because. Well, I mean, think about all the brutal shit we watch with like MMA. It's, it's, it's just taking a shit in your liver any worse than getting your face dented yeah. by a guy trying CTE. to CTE? Yeah. Can't be that much worse, right? No. I, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm all for it. Why, why don't we have more drinking as sport sports? Since a bad message? I mean, people. Yeah, were just, I don't know. Why don't people drink more? Period. When they're doing their jobs. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. <laughs> Who says we're not? <laughs> That's a good point. I guess it should be a little more socially accepted. I agree. Oh man, just every, every once in a while, walking around uh, the old office, like looking at people's like actual offices, I'm like, why don't people have bottles in the bottom drawers anymore? Just why yeah. not? We may have to bring that back. We may have to put put a bottle. Then that, and then I don't know. Then, oh, well, it looks like we got a game in Pittsburgh. David and the Joku. 
Um, but yeah, why not? Like right now, who's doing this game? Steve Levy. Why? Like, wouldn't it be better if Steve Levy had like a cold one in his hand? Yeah, absolutely. Although he probably wants like a hot toddy right now. It looks like it's freezing over there. <laughs> but get him a hot toddy. Put a little brown liquor in it. Like that would be. It would Isn't almost make hot... these guys more personable. Isn't that what's in a hot toddy? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, that oh, hot so... toddy. All right, my bad. I thought you were tea. Everybody, everybody's so. Well, it's tea with booze. That's what it was. I don't know. Yeah, that is what it is, I think. Yeah, everybody's so polished. Like, it just, it would be nice if uh, everybody got. Uh, just take, take the edge off a little bit, Steve Levy. Yeah. How too many stiffs in the booth. Yeah, yeah too, too many, yeah. many stiffs in the booth. Jim Nance. In, in the, uh, yeah, what, in the vein of professionalism or something? You can be professional and, like, you know, three drinks in. I know, but professional, it's like you read the, the side of a Budweiser. It's like, don't have this if you're pregnant or operating heavy machinery. It's like you're calling a football game. You're not doing yeah. either of those things. Right. Yeah. As pro- I mean, I, you know that it's got to do with, like, the corporations will never allow it to happen again. You know ESPN, if everybody was ever seen, like, a lot of those guys were grandfathered in, like the Summerall's, like, I'm sure those guys had no problem doing it in the booth. Yeah. But as soon as they were retired, like, you know, it was like never again, or ABC, or whatever, <laughs> like never again going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's, that's, that's the soft, uh, that's the soft country we live in now. When we watch, yeah. these, when we watch these guys bash their heads in uh, while some cookie cutters call the game. Uh, right. Give, give me a guy with some edge. Give me a guy with some balls calling the game, please. Right. We'll add a, we'll add a game to the regular season. We'll pretend like we care about player safety, but in the meantime, no, no drinking. No drinking and calling yeah, football games. But as much as I like Steve Levy, he is just a corporate stooge. That's, yeah. He's an ESPN lifer. I mean, he's a company man. Uh, that's they were like, look, man, don't fuck this up. We've had so much fucking problems with Monday Night Football. Just go up there and don't be an idiot. Just do it. Just do a solid job. Just be there every week and call the game. You know, no strings, no uh, no bells and whistles. I mean, uh, and it's, it's what he's doing. He's just going up there. You're right. He's just stiff. And Yeah, he's batting what, 280, and he's just, you know, collecting his paycheck. Yeah. No, not really a line drive hitter, but he's blooping. He's like a, maybe a step above a Tyler Wade. He's definitely better than Tyler Wade. <laughs> no, I like I like Levy. I do, but I mean, he's not. You know, it's not what you want. Call Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Like when you hear stories about it, it felt like it was uh, an event. It felt like a party, like a Monday night, like a, the premier pre- premier night. Frank and Alan Dan, man. Yeah, there's no reason that Sunday and Monday can't be premier nights in the NFL. I mean, they're prime time games. Like that's. If you're like me, like you have kids and stuff, like it's a lot of times the only time you sit down and watch a game is on Monday night or on Sunday night when everybody's yeah. in bed. Um, and sometimes you get a good one, like tonight might shape up to be, or sometimes you get a shitty one, like last night was. But I mean, that's yeah, last night no, was pretty bad. There's no reason. There's no reason that they both can't be event games. There's no reason you can't have some personality in the booth. And I'm not talking about Dennis fucking Miller. No, Dennis Miller is not what we were looking for. <laughs> no, Dennis not, Miller was not at all what we were looking for. Not the, not the right answer. No. If one, if either of us had any talent at calling these games, I'd say us. But we suck at it. No matter how hard we try, every every week we just we we get to the line in the post game and we just uh, I don't know we fumble the snap. 
Well, because you need like a professional. You need like a, you do need a professional in there, like an Al Michaels. But then you well, need someone else in there who's going to keep it light. Well, Cosell was was calling the games and doing the drinking. Well, he was. Yeah, I mean, Howard Cosell is very. Talented. Well, no, you you have to be you have to be a uh, professional broadcaster, but doesn't mean you can't have a couple of drinks in front of you. Yeah, that's part of being a professional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all around professional. Yeah, but now it's all a bunch of nerds from Syracuse that are getting oh, yeah. it's a lot of Syracuse. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. Well, no, uh, we're gonna do next Monday. No Monday Night Football next Monday. We're we gonna do. Uh, well, national title game. Oh, beautiful! All right, nice. You oh, were yeah. one and one, right? In your uh, picks, right? No, I was two and zero. Oh. Bama, Georgia. Oh. You had Georgia. I did have Georgia. Everyone had Michigan. I had Georgia. Oh, Michigan. I thought, I, wait, Michigan was, the, Michigan was the underdog or the favorite? Michigan was the dog. Oh, okay. So, okay, my mistake. I just uh, – I thought Georgia was the underdog. I, I know you picked both uh, favorites, but I just have mine back. Yeah. Mind. People uh, forgot yeah. how good Georgia was. They made uh, it look, both, both teams made it look easy. Yeah. I mean, I watched a, more of the Alabama game because I was getting ready. I was cooking. I was getting ready to go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Georgia game, I was already at the party, and I just knew it was. I knew it was over early. I yeah. kind of checked out mentally. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens good. though. College, this college. I, Alabama, Georgia is going to be awesome. Might not be a great game, but it's going to be awesome. But uh, I don't know. I feel like in the, this college playoff, you, you always get one or two clunkers. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, apparently that's what I was reading about it before because I had Alabama first half and I just didn't know what to take. Um, yeah. So I figured I'd just go first half. And um, apparently all these games are usually blowouts. So, I mean, you're, you're safe bet looking at blowouts in the semifinals. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Alabama. You go down with Alabama. Yeah, that's no, that's no problem. So, all right, title game. Good. We're back next Monday with more football. Bama, Georgia. Um, until and then the following oh, yeah. Monday. Oh, yeah. First one ever. First wild card. Wild, wild, wild card. Oh, yeah. Can't wait for that. Yes, sir. And you got, you got Saturday football this week. They put like a meaningless oh. Eagles Cowboys game on Saturday night. Oh, is that what it is? I didn't see what they actually put in there. Ugh. Chiefs Broncos is four thirty, which means something to the Chiefs. They can still be the one seed. Yeah, and then Cowboys Eagles. Uh, I actually stayed up for they they announced it post game last night after the Packers game. Yeah, oh. Eagles Cowboys eight o'clock, and it came out today. I didn't even realize till I got home because I was off the I was off the internet most of the day. Like everyone on the Eagles has COVID, and the Eagles and Cowboys. Basically, I mean, they've both clinched the spot, so it's going to be like backups playing. So, yeah, yeah, great job, NFL. <laughs> well, I don't three, know how that game. There's three playoff spots up for grabs, though, right? They're, everybody's clinched, but three. Uh, yes, Why it's pretty we... simple, actually. There's really not a lot of there's really not a lot of mayhem. Like, there's a little bit of seating uh, up for grabs, and like. The in the AFC, like the Raiders and Chargers are Sunday night. That's for a playoff spot. Okay. All right. And then the Colts. Yeah, good spot for it. Colts are playing the Jaguars, so 
Yep. If they beat the Jaguars to win, you would think that's going to happen. Yep. And then in the NFC, there's one spot open. It's between the Niners and the Saints, and it's simple. Uh, Niners win, they're in. Saints win, and Niners lose, and they're in. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not really that many. The seeding still has to be decided, but the spots are pretty simple. All right, yeah. So I guess you couldn't have – you couldn't stagger those two games on Saturday. Like Niners, Seahawks, you couldn't, you couldn't put one at an early slot. You had to have – they're playing at the same time, I assume. They're probably both playing at four. On Sunday? The Niners and the Saints are – yeah, because they, they like to put the games up against each other. So, yeah. no one could kind of yeah, – they, they couldn't put those on Saturday. No. The Saturday no. idea might just be a stupid idea by the NFL. I mean, if you can work it out where you have two meaningful games on Saturday, it, might, it just depends on the year, I think. I think it could work out. Um, all right, so it just this year doesn't seem to you got to Well they're pretty much telling they're pretty much what they want is they want three standalone games that mean something. I think that's tough. Yeah. They got one and a half if you want to count the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the Cowboys and Eagles. No one's gonna play in that game. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna watch that game. No. I mean maybe they're just thinking Cowboys ratings. That's it. That's got to be what they're thinking. Yeah, that's probably, their best, that's probably their best bet for this weekend. What else are they going to put? There's nothing else. Giants, Washington? There's nothing else. There's No, there's nothing. That's I what make, I'm saying. It's a lot to ask. I got to make breakfast. I don't, know, I don't know if we have anything going on, but I got to make week 18 breakfast and we'll get some wings. Classic. I don't know if you're around. Um. I got to double check. I, it's, I, I might not be. All right. No problem. I'll get wings by myself. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other, I'm having wings for week 18. Yeah, that's a good idea, though. But I don't, I'm not sure if I'm around for week 18. All right. Oh, Calm man, before see, the storm, week 18. It fucked, every, it fucked everything up, man. We used, week 17 used to be the, you know, used to be uh, I know. But now, uh, new schedule. We all, we all, we all, yeah, we all take our bumps along the way. We got, we got to rest up for the playoffs. Yeah, the holiday season is finally here. There, finally, we made it. All right, we well, made it. Before you know, it'll be DPW. Yeah, oh yeah, it's all coming. It's all coming. Back to back to back to back to back weekends. Yeah. Well, not to back. <clears throat> and there's a break, and then the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, we're getting there. Brings you to Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, all right. I think we're good, Ant. What do you say? I'm good. Well, thank Great. you as always for spending time here with us at Sunday Poor. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Our regularly scheduled programs are back. Thanks for listening, Ant. Yeah. Talk to you guys then and uh, have a good week. All right. And you're looking good in your game, right? Figure that. that- my my fantasy matchup. He's not be, he's not putting up forty on you. No, he's got a thirteen point eight five. I got the stat tracker right here. It's the yeah. final quarter of the fantasy football season. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm up. And if you play a fantasy football the last week of the season, you're a fucking masochist. <laughs> The first year of my league ever, 2004, we played the championship in 
the final week of the season. Came down to the Giants-Cowboys on a Sunday night. That's the last time we ever played yeah. in Week 17. <laughs> it's, uh, there's, there's nothing fun about this, being in the championship. There's nothing fun about it. You're wise, wise up well, if you there. win. Well, it's not fun getting there. I don't know. Like, it's, still up, it's up in the air. I'm only up eight right now, and Najee Harris – I mean, he's, he breaks. So a touchdown probably ends it. A Najee Harris touchdown ends it. Ends your season. It's, uh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, Is there a lot of chatter in like the league text chain? Uh, not really minimal. Not real. Nothing crazy. Um, you know, people tend to like check out for the most part. Although I got, I got a little, I got some personal text from people. Along the way, but uh, you know, um, that's about it. Yeah, people check out; they're not as invested, right, in in your game as you are. No, not at all. <laughs> but here's why: here's why it's not fun, though. Because last night I'm watching like Aaron Rodgers, who I'm playing against. I'm watching Justin Jefferson, who I'm playing against, and you're rooting for shit not to happen. So every time something does happen, you're like, "Oh shit!" There's you know, point and a half. It's like counting off the. The numbers and shit sucks, man. Right, rooting. It's like rooting for the under. Yeah, and I'm rooting for the fucking clock. Like it's brutal. Oh, yeah, that's what betting the under is. It's terrible. Yeah. So you just watch the clock and the time doesn't move at all. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Especially when Baker's throwing the balls at people's feet. God almighty. How are they in this game? I mean. I don't know. I would not have picked the Browns if I knew they were going to be mathematically eliminated. I was not banking on that. <laughs> and yet, here they are. I mean, how, it should be Case Keenum time, no? Case Keenum can't be worse. Case Keenum went yeah. to an NFC title game with the Vikings. Yeah, Baker threw an atrocious pick before. I don't know how he didn't get benched at that point. Ugh. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was sweating time. That's fucking sweating time. This is brutal. Yep. And the Steelers want to run the ball. Yeah. At this point in the game. Although I cannot believe, I'm looking at the box score now, Roethlisberger has thrown the ball 43 times. Yeah, he's aired it out a bunch of times. How these and he's got 123 yards passing on 43 passes. <laughs> Yeah, it's all it's been almost impossible. Up. He's thrown a deep. I've seen it maybe half a dozen times, just airing it out, and nobody's caught it. I mean, neither of the Browns. So that's good. Oh, it's a terrible punt. I need a. I need a. I mean, the Mount. The Steelers have to have run like. Yeah, they've run sixty-five plays, and the Browns have run forty-three. The Browns had one yard in the second quarter. Just it just never gets better in Cleveland. I think they they might have had more than that. I think they got the ball back and they might have got like another five or six yards, but before the end of it. But I mean, uh, they had like yeah, that was a terrible punt. Steelers twenty nine minutes they've had the ball. Browns had it seventeen and change. Yeah, all these stats favor the Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably, probably gonna win. Yep. Yep. Big Ben Swan song. Yeah, and they're still alive technically. I believe the I believe the playoff scenario with the Steelers is 
obviously they win tonight and then they have to win next week in Baltimore and they would need the Colts to lose, I think, to the Jaguars, which that's tough. Yeah. You know who sucks, though, is Carson Wentz. I watched a decent amount of that game. <laughs> he, st- I think they would have won that game with a lot of other quarterbacks. He's got off COVID. Give him a break, man. He was sick. Listen, I don't want to. I'm not putting COVID on that type of pedestal. I'm not. I'm not giving COVID credit for Carson Wentz airmailing guys. <laughs> I refuse to give COVID that much credit. Oh man, I was just want to shut it off. And just, I just want to shut it off and just not look at it until the morning instead of just torturing myself. To be honest with you. Well, the good news is it's probably, you know, it probably takes a touchdown. Probably. That's not good news. It's a touchdown. Steelers offense, though. They, they, hey, they're, they're not going to be – they'll be more than happy to kick a field goal. Garbage time. Make it a two-possession game. Browns are just going to give up. Garbage time. Browns suck. Yeah. Browns do suck. You do have that to worry about. <laughs> I mean, it just never changes for the Browns. This is supposed no. to be Browns could be the Browns could be good if you bring in a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, with uh, the running back situation and if they tighten up a little bit on defense, like the D's not terrible. They have a lot of injuries, right? A couple injuries. The D's not awful. Yeah. Oh, fucking goddamn bus. Yeah, he's a. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake, man. It's going to be all Najee on this drive. Yep. They do not want Ben throwing the ball. Nope. Oh, man. 123 yards on the ground. Yeah. That is a day. Good draft pick. It's a good draft pick. That is a day. Would you take an injury? Would you win like that? No problem. I'm a room for guys that injured. <laughs> what if it was just like a sprained ankle? I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't celebrate it, but I'm not going to root for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Snell is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> the reliable Benny Snell, I might add. Career high rushing yards tonight for Najee. Yeah, I know. Fucking A. He tore up, he tore up the Browns last time they played, too. Yeah, I was reading something that said the uh, the Browns are like, I don't know, some stat. They're not great against the run, basically. <laughs> they haven't been recently great against the run. I feel like their defense is good, though. Smoking clock just will not go down. Yeah. Steelers in the hurry-up offense. <laughs> Fucking stupid, man. Trace to JV and Connie will do something stupid here. Yeah, I know. Threw someone's shoe before. That wasn't his fault. I don't think he could throw a shoe, though. He looked really, like, shocked. 
Yeah, he was shocked that he ended up with a shoe in his hand. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the game plan is clear here. <laughs> Cleveland is Zach, you know. I mean, Roethlisberger's been bouncing balls. Oh, my God. Can we put up 130 fucking yards? I knew it was going to happen, too, man. I knew he was going to have a fucking monster night, best game of the season. I fucking knew it. Yards after contact, 86. That's ridiculous. Oof. The fucking clock stops. <laughs> you know, you need like a field goal or a bomb touchdown to somebody. And then Cleveland gets the ball back and then Yeah, three and out. I mean it's not it's not looking great right now, I'll tell you that much. Is the stat tracker up? Does the projection have him winning? Uh, the projection is stupid. It not it does not right now, but the the projection is not. Oh, I think Najee's out. I think they put they did put Benny Snell in. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't kill the guy either. It's it's normal. Benny Snell with a nice hard fought three yard gain, maybe two yards, two and a half, and there he is, coming right back. Two yards, yeah. I think I do, I do think Ben's gonna throw the ball here, though. I got my money on the ball going to Deontay Johnson, Ben's favorite target. Oh, he's gonna fucking screen to Najee, and he's gonna break one off. <laughs> got one-on-one coverage with Deontay, though. No flag, yeah. no flag, no flag. <laughs> All right. He loves Deontay, loves him. Oh, yeah. Yep. I slipped. Yeah, that was a slip job. A lot of snow games yesterday. That was great. A lot of snow games. Bills. Yeah, Bills was snowing. What other game was snowing? Um... There's one more. No. It's snow in Baltimore. The Bills one, I remember. Oh, Boswell. Two possession game. Steelers are just under under 10 minutes away. Eat some clock here. Being alive, heading into week 18. I mean, they're going three and out, right? I mean, if I bet on that. They're, I mean, where's Nick Chubb been? Why have they not? I, I thought Pittsburgh's defense gets gashed with the run. Nick Chubb is 10 for 58. He's like, add a few more carries to that, and he's having a pretty good game. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's not like they've been playing from 27 points behind or anything. Yeah. Coach, it's coach of the year. Game plan. It's coach of the year last year, right? Stefanski was he? Stefanski, yeah. Last year, two years ago, the one, the one playoff game. No, it was last year. The one last playoff year, game man. they won. He's out. 
He was they're out? Two and oh. Yeah, he had COVID, I think. I think they're oh. two and oh when Stefanski has COVID. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man, oh man. Are we are we waiting this out? Is this to follow? No, nah, we don't have to because Baker's gonna fucking like string this game out. It's gonna take forever. Uh, I hope you're right. I hope I hope they have the ball for ever now. I really do, obviously. He's gonna throw at least he's gonna throw another interception. I mean, that's coming. <laughs> I just hope it's at a point where they can start kneeling. That's all. Um I mean there's a lot of time. You're gonna you're gonna need so Baker to take you're gonna need Baker to take like five minutes off the clock here. Yeah, I need I need some time off the clock. Oh well. How much are you up? Five? Yeah, uh, five point one one. <laughs> if you want to, I'm sorry, five point one two. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's a um, that's a that's a that's a close championship. Yeah, it sucks. Doesn't always doesn't always work out like that. No. No. At least we're giving the fans something to root for, cheer for, I guess. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let me do the editing. I'll get this out. All right. Watch the rest of this shit. I'll talk to you later, man. All right. See ya.